I'm Joshua Roberts of Biz News, and with me for today's currency focus is Treasury One's Andre Salias. Andre, there's been some big moves in the RAND recently. It's weakened dramatically despite the South African Reserve Bank hiking rates, which is a bit counterintuitive. Can you explain what's happening? Yeah, yeah. good afternoon. Yeah, interesting times. Uh, we expected the RAND uh, to appreciate a little bit after the announcement of the interest rate increase, and we've just seen the opposite. Um, now, when you look at the speech of Mr. Kanyahu after the announcement or during the announcement, uh, he was quite uh, concerned about inflation going forward um, and, and the upside risks to inflation going forward. And, and I think for that reason, uh, if you look at the expectations of inflation and you look at inflation in the rest of the world and then his whole discussion surrounding inflation, I think the market kind of expected that he would be a little bit more aggressive uh, in his approach to his monetary policy and the fighting of inflation, uh, and then hence increasing interest rates a little bit more, uh, which was not done, and I think that was a slight disappointment. However, on the same day, we had also seen that the Hungarian Central Bank had raised interest rates by 70 basis points. And then you take into account quite a negative outlook on, on, on inflation on the short term. You look at oil prices, you look at the, the RAND, you look at fuel prices that could contribute further to inflation. Uh, and I think that all just in throwing into the pot was a little bit negative. Andre, there's so much financial jargon. Could you just break it down for us? How or why does interest rates affect the value of a currency relative to another currency? Okay, um, it's quite simple and quite easy. Uh, the economics behind a higher interest rate is simply that if you raise your interest rates, then investors with surplus funds looking to invest money uh, would rather invest in at a higher rate than at lower rates. Hence, if interest rates increase, uh, there could possibly an, be an inflow of money into the country, an inflow of money into the country to invest at that higher rate, would simply mean that that currency needs to be sold uh, to obtain rands, to invest the rands at the higher rate, and that inflow of currency would be positive for the currency. A few weeks ago, we spoke about the Turkish lira adding some flavor to the rand. I think we named it Turkish Delight, or you did rather. The lira continues to be in free fall as inflation runs hot in Turkey and the central bank continues to cut rates, which isn't how you deal with inflation running hot by the economics textbook. Is this having an effect on other emerging market currencies such as the rand? I am not going to say that the Turkish decision to lower interest rates had such a dry, direct impact. I think the direct impact comes more from what happens in the U.S., uh, with their inflation rate having come out uh, at 6%, um, which is very high, and it's stubbornly there. The inflation's not going away. And um, I'm quite willing to say that the factors uh, contributing to that high inflation is not subsiding. And what the Federal Reserve is going to do uh, regarding their interest rates. Now, that's an interesting one uh, because, you know, there's no point in raising your interest rates by 25 basis points 
because that's not going to stop inflation. Uh, you can also not raise your interest rates by 4 or 5% in one go because that would stop the economy dead in its tracks. Um, so uh, I think that's more of a focus point as to what is the Fed going to do. Uh, and then also what happens at the moment uh, is out of the European side, we're seeing quite a dramatic increase of COVID cases. Um, we've seen an oil price reacting to that quite negatively uh, because that spells out that there could be possibly lower demand. And I think those factors is more important uh, than what happens in Turkey at the moment. Yes, it does have a small impact, but I think that's taking a bit of a backseat. As you say, inflation running hot in the U.S., the U.S. Fed is only expected to raise interest rates sometime during 2022, probably towards the end, if not 2023. Given the weakening of the RAND, despite the South African Reserve Bank raising rates, is the outlook for the RAND positive when developed economies start to put the lid on rates and we see Jerome Powell raising interest rates in the U.S.? If they put a lid on the raising of interest rates and they come out with a clear, clear, clear indication and Mr. Powell makes another press announcement and during the after the Federal Reserve next meeting during that press conference clearly states that they will not raise interest rates, that they will not bring the date forward. I do think that that will be uh, a positive effect on the positiveness of or the positive side of the RAND, and I think we could see the RAND strengthening a little bit then again. Uh, I also think that towards the year end, we could see some inflows uh, as positions are being cleared over the year end uh, with people of a financial year end over December. I think that could add to positiveness. Um, so, yes, I do think that the RAND will halt uh, its, its weakening pace a little bit, but it's all in the hands of the Federal Reserve. Uh, that's really the crucial one at this point in time. And what I've said this morning is, you know, when people are really, really uncertain as to what happens in the world, you take your money and you go and invest it in something that looks safe and that is being perceived as safe. Uh, and those three things at this point in time seems to be gold. It seems to be the crypto world and keeping dollars rather than anything else. And I think for a while we're going to live with that. That uncertainty as to what happens around this whole debate, debate uh, leads us to keep something that at least gives you a little bit of certainty and safety. So are you insinuating that one should stay away from emerging market currencies, at least for now, whilst the future is so uncertain? If a foreign investor outside of emerging markets, a first world investor, speaks to me today and asks me for my advice, that would certainly be uh, not to stay away completely, but to trade very, very cautiously. And if you then do want to put money in, do not jump in all at once, but jump in at tranches and wait for a little bit more clarity uh, as to what happens out there. Andre, after this sh short-term shock in the RAND, what are the technicals telling us where we're headed in the next few weeks as the year draws to a close? Well, technically, we're overrated. Uh, the technicals tells me that uh, 1580, 1583 is, is fairly 
strong levels. It tells me that 112.50, 112.48 area on the euro, very strong technical levels. If it breaks through those levels, uh, then below a sub 112 on the euro is on the cards and uh, a break or a test of the 16 levels on the RAND is on the cards. So we're trading close to very technical levels at this point in time. I'm of the opinion it will hold, not go through, uh, but it is uh, significant levels that if it breaks through, you could see a bit of a run. Any other interesting developments in the Forex market other than the RAND dollar? I mean, we tend to focus on that for obvious reasons, but are there any other interesting developments happening around the world? I think generally, if you look at the central banks around the world, uh, uh, New Zealand, etc., we've spoken about uh, Hungary and so forth. If you look at central banks around the world, they are in a tightening phase on the monetary policy side. Uh, it's been very relaxed over the COVID period. So watch that space. That's a very, very important space. But uh, And I think a whole discussion through this uh, uh, afternoon has been surrounding the Federal Reserve. They still hold the key. Uh, but in the run-up to what they do, we can foresee that other central banks will keep on tightening. But that's really the key focus. It's, it's a very interesting time uh, and period because interest rates and inflation is so far apart uh, that we sit with high inflation, low interest rates, uh, I want to almost say overvalued stock exchanges, very expensive stock exchanges throughout the world. Um, and you would expect that if interest rates, if the expectancy is that interest rates is going to increase uh, quite dramatically over the next uh, couple of months and years, that that would have a negative effect on uh, the stock exchanges, which is something that we're still not seeing. You know, so we are in a very, very interesting space. Uh, I want to call it after the COVID period and the pandemic period and the lockdowns in a very peculiar space, uh, a space that we've not really seen before uh, and, and all the much reason uh, to tread cautiously during these periods.